Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Common Sense with the Educated Redneck, the show about everything and nothing at all. Now please welcome the Educated Redneck himself, Mr. Dan Ellison. Greetings, greetings, greetings. Another Monday from the highway. Another Monday from the highway back in Redding, California. Yes, out here on tour, Jokers and Jesters comedy tour, promoting our second Amazon Prime special. Out here working, tired, oh my God. If you've never toured, you have no idea of how tired a human being can get while touring. (laughs) Good God, man, we've been doing some driving. Out here seeing the country, some beautiful country. Some beautiful country and not so beautiful uh, gas prices. Doggy, are you kidding me? Got to thank Joe for that. Joe's doing a real good job of screwing this country into the ground. You know, it's really funny. I saw an article, just a brief aside here, that uh, said uh, Trump calls for uh, uh, was it. Uh, mental testing for presidents, you know, to detect age. And they go right after saying Biden to start World War II. So Trump makes one gaffe, and they are, of course, the mainstream media, and they are on it like white on rice. And they turn right around and, oh, Trump is blah, blah, blah. Biden doesn't even know what freaking day of the week it is. And they don't say a damn thing when he gets up there and babbles like some old freaking idiot. I'm going to bed. They 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 gotta they have the prime example of idiocy in their face. At, remember, they crucified Dan Quayle for eight years for spelling potato with an E. Yet Joe Biden hasn't had a word that made sense come out of his mouth in years. But not a word about him. No, not a word about him. It's all about Trump. It's all about Trump. It's all about convicting Trump and getting Trump and doing stuff to Trump. And it's always funny because we've forgotten that America is the land of innocent until proven guilty. Because now merely bringing a charge against somebody means they're guilty. Because I hear people go, well, they wouldn't indict him if, yeah, you can indict anybody. But can you get it through a trial and get a conviction? Again, you are innocent until proven guilty. Innocent until proven guilty. You understand what I just said to you? Innocent until proven guilty. Not we have grown into a nation of guilty until proven innocent. And that's a dangerous place to be. Again, because if you want to crucify your political opponents, 
all you have to do is get somebody to bring charges. You get what I'm saying? That you don't have to you don't have to do anything if you can just get charges. You don't have to get a conviction because everybody just see see he's dirty see see he's guilty. No, he's not. Not until he's proven guilty. Merely bringing a charge against somebody is absolutely not the same. Not the same as getting a conviction. But we have turned it into the same thing. Is what we have done. And it's sad. It's truly sad. Because now anybody can just accuse you of something and then you're guilty. So there's so much to talk about today. I'm going to shoot back real quick and mention that if you get a chance, uh, go by educatedredneck.com. That's my website, and you will find my tour schedule there. It's got to be updated today. I need to add a whole bunch of dates to it. But when you're out here running around and you don't have time, then things don't get updated, and I'm sorry for that. But we're going to be out. We're heading over towards the Vegas area next week, or this coming week, should I say. So if you happen to be in the Vegas area, there's some shows in Tonopah and things like that that you can uh, come catch a Joker and Jester comedy tour. Uh, it's a good show, folks. We provide not just a straight comedy show. It's not just a set-down comedy show. It's a, it's a name that tune. It's a, it's magic. It's comedy. It's everything. It's a real variety show. And uh been doing good with it. So I all highly recommend if you get a chance to come catch a show. We're out here touring. Back, uh, back uh, reminiscent of the old uh, rock and roll bands. <laughs> five nights a week, five cities a week, lots and lots and lots. I've done 7,000 miles in a month. Yeah. We're out here racking it up. That's what we're doing out here racking it up. But anyhow, so much stuff going on. Everybody's talking about the 23rd. That's approaching. That's a big date in the movies for the end of the world. How many of these we passed now? What? 2012, turning 2000. See, this country um, functions on fear. That's how they get you to do everything. They get you scared. They get you scared, and then they offer you their salvation. But their salvation always includes um, more control for them. And so they use the fear to drive you to sit there and go, hey, these people are here to save me. Take my rights. And guess what? They're not here to save you. They're here to enslave you. Because that's what all power does. All power corrupts. Once you give these people the power to say, oh, you got to do this or that, then you're done. Because they'll always have an emergency to take more rights. And just look, the buildup for the Rona right now is insane. 
they are they are beating the drum beats of fear is what they're doing and of course um Americans are quickly stepping in line with that fear because we love fear for some reason. We went from land of the free, home of the brave, or home of the free. I can't really remember which one. We used to be brave, but we sure as hell ain't anymore. We're afraid of a highly survivable virus to the point where we shut the world down. A 99% survivable virus shut the entire planet down. Now, you either believe that was the stupidest mistake we've ever made, or you understand that that was designed to go the way it went. And it was. It was designed to go that way. Oh, I'm sorry. I hope I don't yawn too much during this show because, boy, it has been a long ass week. So anyhow, we're going to get a real quick break in here, and then that way we can... uh, get that off the plate for the first part of the show and then we can, you know, go from there. You know what I'm saying? We can go from there. Oh, let me see here. Wow. You ever been to the point where you're just so tired you don't even know which ends up? Anyhow, we're going to take the first break. Time again for some shameless self-promotion. Be right back. That's right. The Jokers and Jesters Comedy Tour is back on the road. We are currently promoting our second Amazon Prime special, Jokers and Jesters, the next special. We will be touring small towns across this great country of ours, So for our tour date, follow us on Facebook at Jokers and Jester Comedy Tour or at our website, jokersandjester.com. It's a great night of music, laughter, and magic. Don't miss us as we come to a small town near you. We talk a lot about the kingdom here, and we talk a lot about what most churches are afraid to talk about or don't even know to talk about, which is what the first century church was really doing. But just talking about it is not enough. We encourage everybody to join us uh, in their local neighborhoods, in their local communities, to find out more about what they can do to seek the kingdom of God and His righteousness gather with others who are already starting this road or starting to turn around and do things differently. Join us on thelivingnetwork.org or at hisholychurch.org. Go to the network links or go to preparingyou.com. Join the network there. It's all the same. And we'll try to hook you up with people in your local area. They will not be perfect. They don't walk on water. They are not necessarily saints. But they are talking about seeking the kingdom of God and His righteousness. And join us on Facebook. Facebook.com, His Holy Church, all one word. 
join us there. We'll give you updates so you can start doing some studying and thinking about these things and start looking into these things for yourselves. But it's just not enough to sit and listen or to talk about or to say. You must become a doer of the Word. Hello, Freedomizers. I am Broccoli Man. When I am not fighting crime, I listen to the Proof Negative radio show. I am the Wire Ripper. Not only do I forbid you to listen to Freedomizer radio and the Proof Negative radio show, I am going to demand you wear a mask and get your naked body scan. We need to protect the One World Government. You getting the real information hurts a crime syndicate. Do not listen to Proof Negative. You must now disrobe this instant so I can check your person for a constitution or cash money. Anyway, listen to Proof Negative on Freedomizer Radio. Weeknights 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern. 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. Freedomizerradio.com Most people say they hate wearing shoes and would go barefoot if they knew they were allowed. People say it all the time on their social medias, but they are worried that someone will say something to them. So everyone wears the cheapest flip-flops with the least amount of fabric on them. Most people do not even know that it's completely 100% legal to go barefoot into a store. Most people think that driving barefoot is illegal, but it isn't. Driving barefoot actually is safer than wearing most shoes. Going outside barefoot for a walk is one of the healthiest things you could do, but most people are afraid someone will say something. Or they quote the myths and the rumors that their grandma told them years ago. The fact is, there are no laws against driving a car, going to a store, or eating in a restaurant barefoot. So don't give in to bad fashion, hurt heels, or a broken flip-flop. For more information, please check out barefootislegal.org or find us on your favorite social media. Just as ungrounded signals wreak havoc on radio communications, there's growing concern that because we are not grounded, we absorb tremendous amounts of electromagnetic radiation from our modern devices. EMF stands for electromagnetic field. We are all immersed in electromagnetic fields from Wi-Fi, from the wiring in our homes, and it disturbs our electrical balance. We get charged inside of our bodies, we get electrically charged. Some people have as much as 20 volts on their bodies, and that's not good for you. The information is provided for general informational purposes only. The contents are not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Ground Therapy Incorporated makes no representations about the efficiency, appropriateness, or suitability of any specific tests, procedures, treatments, services, opinions, healthcare providers, or other information that may be contained in or available through the information provided. Did you know that every time you swipe your debit card, those behind-the-scenes transaction fees make the big banks even richer? In 2016 alone, these fees added up to $60 billion. Yes, that's billion with a B. Well, what if there was a way to have the convenience of a debit card, but reroute those fees from the banksters to organizations actually doing good in the world? Organizations that protect the environment or feed hungry children? What if your swipes could literally change the world? Well, Groundswell SPC has found a way to do just that. 
We've designed a Visa debit card program that shares transaction fees with your favorite cause. Groundswell partners with nonprofit organizations that promote the card to their supporters. Their supporters then use the card to power the mission of the nonprofit. It's a win-win-win for everyone, except the big banks, of course. Groundswell is about to launch its first cards into market, and we're inviting you to be part of this movement as an investor in the company. Go to WeFunder.com backslash Groundswell card to learn more. Set up a free WeFunder account and invest in Groundswell today and get your money on mission. Peace, what's up, y'all? This is Ninja Scroll. Check out my newest album, Renewed Mind, with songs like this. Salve Coagula. Salve Coagula. Tear down and rebuild the whole system. Vibrant prophecy fulfilled. Snakes in the grass. Son of a bitch. You got snakes in the grass. Rally through the high pass. Traps all laid out. Avoid the bomb blast. I got ya. I got ya right where I want ya. Like a roll line in the field. I stalk ya. Beep up on ya. Beeped on your aura. Laying in wait. Ready to pounce on ya. Once I get ya, you'll be a goal. Can you hear me now? Just all part of the game. Ain't this thing was solo. Now it's time to open up your eyes. Look at how you live and just to follow where a state is. And the new norms, the new world order. Yeah, go get yours right now at official ninjascroll.webs.com. That's official ninjascroll.webs.com. Trying to show you everything, but you ain't care. Got you running scared. It's fear that is the main weapon. Peace to the people that was always prepping. I'm stepping on toes trying to wake you up. And we're back. And guess who I found while we were on break? My buddy Herman. Herman, you there? Hey, hey, what's up, buddy? <laughs> what's going on, man? Uh, another bi-coastal show. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm in California and you're in Virginia, and we're together on the radio. Isn't technology wonderful? Yeah, it's called doing it from coast to coast. <laughs> you know it? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how, how quick Nationwide has become in just the yeah. past hundred and some odd years, because... People don't realize that it used to take months to cross this country, if not years, and now we do it in seven days or six days with no ha- with no effort. Yeah, without a doubt, man. People don't understand, man. It's uh, it, it it takes talent and skills to do certain things. Yes. Well, Everybody no. wants to believe they have the talent, but man, most people don't. <clears throat> yeah. Everybody's a superstar by their own measure. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, see, that, that's funny because it's this whole, um, like, we'll start with body image. You know? Are you giving these women poor body? No, what we're saying is these are supermodels. These are the elite women. These are the ones that, you know, there's some people that, you know, one person will find attractive, another person will find attractive, but the supermodels are the ones that are agreed to be attractive, and that bothers the women that there's certain women that are just attractive. Well, no, it, it doesn't bother me. I mean, I'm not I'm not a bodybuilder or, or one of these male stars, and it doesn't bother me in the least. But for some reason, when women, it bothers them. Oh, I can't be that, so I'm t- terrible. No, uh, they're they're the rarities of the rarities. That's what people don't get. Not everybody can be the best at everything, but we've been told that we could be the best of everything. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, you're a 10. No matter whether or not, you can be a 1 through 5, and someone has told you in your own mind you should be a 10, and that's where you're stuck in conversation. That gets complicated in life. Oh, yeah. And it also comes from the fact that a girl can go on Twitter and put on a low-cut top, flash your titties, and then the compliments come screaming in. Oh, you beautiful girl. Oh, you're the most best-looking, blah, 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 blah. And then their head goes, and then they believe that shit. Yeah, you're one sexy whore. I just want to let you know, you're one sexy slut. There's something about the way you move around sluttishly that I love. Well, it's like these award ceremonies have become a competition of who can be the most naked. Yeah. And that's what I, I don't get. It. You don't, there's no class in that. You know, let me just go out here and hang my ass out and stand naked because I've got a piece of fabric on me. I can pretend I've got something on, like a dress. It's kind of like the mask thing. The dress absolutely serves no purpose because you can see through it. But you still must wear the symbol of clothing. It is, it is so crazy. Whatever happened to leaving something to the imagination? Oh, that's all gone. Let's call That's it. That's all hogwash. Put, put, put her out on the plate, put a floodlight on it, and, and go to town because there's, there's no decorum. It's like a contest to see who could be the biggest whore is what it's become. Yes. I remember, you know, I remember when being a virgin meant something. Yeah. <laughs> I remember being a virgin meant something, and it was it was it was quality for a lady to have less bodies. When did well that went to the point where you're not even happy when you've had that many bodies? No. When when did fellatio become your leading intro to your 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 respect as a lady? Right. Because this is. I'm telling you, they, they all act like they've got freedom, and they do, and you can have as much freedom as you want, but when you take that freedom and just get out of control with it, uh, it shows no restraint. It shows no personal value. You have no yeah. value, so your only value is to flash your tits. Well, it's exactly what it says, free, dumb. Yeah. It does not cost you a dime to be stupid. It's free to be dumb. Yeah, it sure is, and and, and it's a, it's a shame. Like I said, I, I'm not trying to be a prude or anything, but seriously, you go on Facebook and there's a girl with three quarters of her titties out going, "Hey, how you doing? You like me?" It's like nothing about you know. There's no personality in it. There's no knowledge in it. There's nothing. It just look. I got a pair of tits. So you want to be with me? Wow. Well, do you know? Like? How- she says, do you know how deep my throat is? I'm like, really? Not really. <laughs> I mean, is that like a claim to fame? Is that a trophy? Apparently now. Apparently now it is. I uh, I don't get it. I, I mean, I do get it and I don't get it. I think it would have happened sooner. But see, we had parents that would enforce decorum on us. And, you know, and of course we bitched, but we didn't realize that they were trying to do something for our better. 
and now it's just nobody's nobody's making any calls because you can't judge anything. Their own dick off if they want, and they're eight years old. Yeah. And there's no adults in the room. There's nobody to stop a stupid idea and say that's a stupid idea because you don't want to be judgy. But yeah. judgment is actually a good thing. It is because that's the difference between fat shaming and it's a shame you're that fat. Exactly. Yes, the shame comes in. How did you allow yourself to get to that point? That's the shame. Someone yeah. saying about saying something about what you allowed, that's not shaming. Matter of fact, it's just care. Yeah. Because they want, they want to say that fat's just as healthy. No, it's not. Look, just in the Rona, 80% of the people who died from the Rona were obese. That's not the sign of a healthy person. It's not, and people don't realize this. We're eating everything we choose to, drinking, doing drugs, disrespecting people. We're doing anything we're big enough to do right now. Oh, yeah. It's, it's total, it's, see, it is the anarchy that they wanted, and it's the anarchy they're getting. Because it is anarchy. And it's a shame because I get, you know, freedom does come with responsibility. You can't just go out and shoot somebody in the head because you're free. You can't just go out and force people to do what you want because you're free. There needs to be boundaries, and there needs and it doesn't need to be a government set boundary. A society can set boundaries without laws, but it takes the whole society to set those boundaries. And once one part of the society attacks the other part of the society for setting any boundaries, then boundaries are wiped out, and what you have right now is the free for all we're living in. Mm-hmm. Everything's just out of control. I'm, I'm with you. If anybody in the things acceptance of responsibility is something that the world says, I don't want to have any part of. Yep. I'm irresponsible. I enjoy irresponsibility. And matter of fact, I'm going to pass it on so I have more people to agree with me. Yeah. And I'm going to make it the norm, and you're going to agree with me. Yes. And then if you don't, you're a racist, a bigot, a homophobe, a xenophobe, a, a sexist, a blah, 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 you know, make the list. Yeah, you're is 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 Yep. Yeah. And, and, and see, that is only designed to, to, to squelch any opposition. Because you can't bring up a reasoned argument because a reasoned argument is you just attacking somebody. No, it's a reasoned argument. You can make a reasoned argument. It's like if you go out every day and show everybody your tits, and then somebody treats you like a whore, then you get upset when you were the one out there acting like a whore and somebody just took you up on the offer. Yeah. Uh, uh, the lady? The women will fire back, though, right instantly with, well, I should be able to wear a mini skirt and just walk down the street. Everybody should just treat me normal. No, well, I'm glad you believe that. But there's a lot of perverts and decadent people and people who will see that as a slut move and treat you as such. 
and you can't be shocked by it because it's realism. It's real yeah. what happens in life. You, you you remind them of a whore. Yeah. Dress for the job you want. <laughs> yeah, and that's unbelievable that people don't recognize that you represent what you are by the way you place yourself in whatever situation it is. And if I judge you, it's not necessarily I'm judging you. I can see you. So is seeing you, is, see, is saying something after I see you, is that judgmental? Right. You put it out on the plate. I didn't. Yes, I didn't. You know, I had nothing to do with that. But if you show up with everything hanging out, why did you show up if you didn't want, why did you show up with everything hanging out if you didn't want it to be seen? Yes. Because there's clothing that will cover all of that. And then nobody will look at you. But you go out dressed like that, wanting attention, and when you get attention, as long as it's from somebody you wanted the attention from, it's okay. But if it's not, then you're gonna you're gonna wig out. Well don't put it out there then. Yeah. It's no different than if I stuffed a bunch of hundred bills in my pockets and left them hanging out and had you know, a big wad of hundreds in my shirt pocket where you could see it, gold chains, and all my money on display, and then I walked into a shitty neighborhood and I got robbed. That's on me. Yes. After you put yourself in a position that was compromised. Yeah. That's on me. You know, I should be able to go out and, and flaunt my wealth. I should be able to go out in any neighborhood and have my money hanging out. I ain't going to disagree with that. But the realism of it, the real part of it is you can't. But telling people no is something you cannot do today. If you've just got to, whatever they want to do, just go along with the flow. You know, nothing's to be judged, nothing's to be looked at, nothing's to be... Everything's okay. Everything's okay. Right down to kids cutting their dicks off. Everything's okay. No matter what it is. That's right. It's all good. If I want to do it, then it's okay. And then if you say it's not okay, there's something wrong with you, not with me. And yeah, that, that is. There's something wrong with you. Right. That's where we've gotten to. And it's it's sad. It truly is. People are so desperate for attention that they will do anything to get that attention. Almost anything. Oh, yeah. And you can see it each and every day as it works. Yes, it is. Things that people will put it on the line for almost nothing. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like a ship without an anchor. If you have no foundation, you just drift with whatever current comes your way. And that's where most people are at right now. They've, they're without any foundation. And the parents certainly didn't give it to them because the parents, everything they did was okay. Everything they did was the best. Everything they showed up for, they got a trophy for. They've never taken to criticizing their kids, and, and they think that that's good. But what you've done is you've taken all the rails down, 
and then you're surprised that the train drove off into the ocean. Mm. Yes, and that's that. There always that is, needs to be a certain amount of boundaries. At all times. Yeah. And parents used to be that boundary, and now parents are too busy trying to be their kid's friend. A friend that will never point out that they're doing something wrong. Everything they did was the best. Everything they did was the greatest, even though it was wrong, but the parents were afraid to tell them that. Because we grew up in an era where parents were not afraid to point out you were doing something stupid. And call you stupid and wouldn't worry about whether your feelings were hurt or if they shamed you by calling you stupid. Exactly. So if you they, did under, they understood yeah. that being being controlled and being a measured person is actually the hallmark of a good life. Yeah. We didn't over-talk our parents and tell them we weren't going to listen to them and tell them what they were talking about didn't make sense and tell them that you're stupid. You're stupid, Dad. You're dumb, Mom. We don't. We didn't do those things. Yeah, yeah. And if we did, we sure took a quick hospital ride because. Oh yeah, you know. I'm telling you. You know. You know about an obituary. <laughs> well, that was the old famous mom line. I brought you into the world. I'll take you out. <laughs> yeah. Because because before you end up in an obituary, it says, "Oh, bitch, you better be wary." <laughs> <laughs> I I tell you, uh, we've we've broken down every wall we can break down. New York's facing it now. New York is facing the reality of what they have done. Remember when the border was, you know, all the way down there and no big deal. Because it's funny we don't have problem with the Canadian border. Have you notice that we don't have a bunch of people trying to sneak in from Canada. We've got it from Mexico. We've got a real problem with that border. But New York being way away from the border we had trouble with because, oh, we're a sanctuary city, right? We just accept it. And now they've got truckloads of immigrants, air quote, living on the street. And the ones that aren't living on the street are being stuck in shelters. And we're look, if Herman lost his job tomorrow and Herman became completely unemployed and destitute – the government would not do a damn thing for you. But if that same Herman, who was destitute, got on a bus and went down to Mexico and then walked back into the United States, they would pay for his health care, they'd pay for his housing, they'd pay for his food. How in the hell is that allowed to happen? Hey, that's what a great democratic system does. <laughs> And you know somebody I was talking to yesterday said, Herman, you sound like a Republican. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell does that sound like? Seriously. Well, see, that's the thing. Both you, you and I defy um, labels because you're not a Republican. You're Herman. Yeah. You don't sound like a Republican. You sound like Herman. They want to divide us into teams, a Republican and Democrat, when actually the biggest majority of Americans are just that, Americans. They're not a Republican or Democrat. They have views from both sides. 
Again, I say America has lived down the middle, but nobody wants to hear that because the middle isn't extreme. But most people are not extreme. There are far-right idiots. There are far-left idiots. But the vast majority of America lives down the middle. They understand the, the Democrat argument. They understand the Republican argument. And they work together where all Democrats and Republicans do everything to not work together. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it's all about winning from my side winning. No, it's about the country winning. We live here, dinglings. This is this is Herman Dan's address. I want my country to do well because I live here. Brick wall. And I'm tired of billions of dollars being sent to other countries while we have bridges falling apart, while we have people living in tents on the street. We have a bunch of problems right here at home, and we sure as hell don't need to be sending billions of dollars elsewhere. I, I just what is it's it going to take? It's ridiculous. Yeah, what's it going to take to change? That's the question. What will it take to change? I think, unfortunately, it's going to be a giant tragedy. The only thing it could be is a tragedy. That's the only thing people understand in tragedy. Yeah, that's the only thing that will get you motivated to do something. Tragedy. And so you got to wait. So everything's just reaction to tragedies. Nobody's planning. Nobody's thinking. Nobody's saying maybe we shouldn't do that. It's just react to the tragedy. That's where we're at now. React to the tragedy. Nothing has to make sense. Just react to the tragedy. That's right. Whatever the tragedy is, bring it up front. Take care of it. Until it becomes a tragedy, ignore it. That's that's what the world is. It truly yeah. becomes a tragedy. Ignore. That's right. And ignorant things, ignorant things, will happen when you ignore those things. Ignorant things will happen when you do when you ignore those things. Yeah. Ignorance came, came, comes from ignorance. Of. Well, we glorify ignorance. That's how you become famous. And do something ignorant, so ignorant that everybody would look at it and go, damn, that's ignorant. But they'll still look at it. And then they'll elevate you to a position of power because you did something ignorant. Yes. Which makes no sense whatsoever. No. We're living for the worst parts of society right now. Mm. Everyone wants to do as they choose. No one wants to follow any rules. Right. And so the is... rules don't have to be written by government. So that's the whole thing. Because in the past, the, the rules weren't written by government. They was a community that spoke together, that lived together, and made decisions together. And now they so fractured every community that people don't get together with their families. 
Uh, their families are estranged from each other. Uh, it's a whole world of disjointed people just going all different directions, and there's no cohesive message that's allowed to be put forward because why are you judging? Well, because what you're doing is wrong. Uh, you'll never convince me that having an eight-year-old say, I think I'm a woman, and you start giving him hormones, you'll never convince me that's correct. You're never going to convince me that's okay. That will never be okay in nobody's world. Never. Exactly. It should. Well, it should be in nobody's world, but of course there's a, there's a pretty decent contingents of people that believe that that's a good idea. Yeah, they think it's a perfectly good idea. The things are going the way they do. They think it's a perfectly great idea that things would happen that way. And why they happen that way, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't get it. And I saw yet another video where they have a little girl who, uh-huh. well, it's a little boy dressed as a little girl going around and collecting dollars from people at a drag show. And that's okay. In what planet? That makes me crazy. And I don't get it. How did we get to that point? Is the question. And how do you get back from that point is another question. Because and they don't, the, scre- the screaming mob ain't going to let you do what you want to do. They're not going to let you call it out. The screaming mob is going to call you names and shame you and try to cancel you, and then you just have to be strong enough to weather the storm. Yes. you got to be strong enough to weather that storm. Because right now they're going to make things so difficult for, it, for the average parent to understand, the average person to adjust to. Overwhelm them. Overwhelming. It's already rough enough trying to survive as it is. Now you want to put us on the point of nothing working. And that's where we're at. And now they're pushing for another close down. And I don't know if you caught uh, this new law that passed in New York where they can come into your house and just take you away if they think Thank you. you. Yes, they can. Which is ridiculous. What happened to the? What happened to being we having privacy? What? what? <laughs> <laughs> there is none. I'm trying to figure out what happened to all this privacy we were supposed to have. You know, and the great things that we can do through privacy in this great country that we're in. Yeah. But no more. Everything's out in public, and they can get into your life. And, and like I said, when they get this digital currency rolling, and then they have the kill switches put in cars, which is something that Joe Biden wants. You disagree with the government. They don't like what they say. They'll shut off your car. They'll shut off your house meter. And they'll shut off your bank account. Now what are you going to do? Yes, yeah, I, just, I just purchased a vehicle. And, that, and I'm telling you, I just purchased a vehicle today. And my main thing is you put LoJack on a used car. 
and then you charge me $3,000 for the low jack. Mm-hmm. No, you will not. Because that is a markup. Okay, if they give a, put a low jack on your car, that means whatever that low jack is, it's been marked up about 200 to 300%. Yes. Number one. So whatever they charge you $3,000 for is probably about $30. Make 300 at the max, rather. Yeah. You know, I say $300. Uh, so, therefore, they're going to make a $2,700 profit to be able to track you. They're going to pay you to be – they're going to charge you to be tracked. <laughs> and you're going to allow it. And you're going to allow it. For what? For what reason? For safety. For safety. And they tell you, in case your car comes up missing, then you'll have a low jack on your car. Yeah, for safety. And I, I asked this thing, how many people have ever had their car stolen? I know there's, you know, nationwide, I understand there's thousands, if not millions of, you know, stolen cars. I get it. But in the real reality of it, how many people do you personally actually know that had their car stolen? Yes, once you think about it and you say, do you know anyone that had their car stolen? And you, you look at the percentages and you realize it's almost none. Right. Because in a 377 million person nation, yeah, there's going to be millions or something, but that millions doesn't equate to a large percentage as a whole in the country. Yeah, it's a big number. But if you break it down individually in most places, it's not that big of a number. Again, it's another number that we group together to make it clear. So, it sounds like a horrifically gigantic big problem, but in reality, yeah, are, people will get the car stolen. I get that, but it's not such a everyday thing that you need to get up and go, "Is my car stolen today? Is my car yeah. stolen today? Is my car stolen today?" Yeah, it's like everybody wants to talk about shark attacks, yet the real fact is more people are being killed by cattle than sharks every single year. But you don't have Cow Week on Discovery Channel. Yeah. Yes, but it, it, it's how it is, man. But the fear of a shark attack that 99.999999% of the world will never, ever experience is the thing that is driven to the top of the list totally by fear. And, and I don't know how they put these this fear into people with the fear factors. Well, it's Operation Mockingbird. No, no, you don't ever hear, like I said, again, you don't hear a news report or there's not Cow Week on Discovery Channel. When cattle kill more people than sharks, there should be a bigger fear of cattle, but it's hard to get people to be afraid of cattle. It's easy to get them to be afraid of a shark. A shark, where the only thing you have to do to avoid a shark attack is not go in the ocean. Stay in the water. Stay out of the water. That's how silly it is. Stay out of the water and you want to worry about a shark attack. That's not a problem. But they won't do that. Because yeah. education is the adaptation to one's environment. The one thing they don't understand, we will not educate ourselves. We just suffer through environmental situations that we could avoid if we just thought 
Yeah, it's all about spreading the fear and getting you scared of everything every day. Yes. Be afraid of the sun. It will give you the cancer. Be afraid of the environment. You know, be afraid of the, the cattle. Be afraid. It, it's all fear when, in fact, if you just live your life without fear, you will have a much better life. Oh, yeah. If you just live your life without fear, you will have a better life, man. And people go, well, you should just go do stupid shit. Then. Of course, they got to run to the other side. So that's the whole thing. We're making an argument down the middle, but everybody has to run to an extreme. And extremes are not a way to live your life. The normalcy is the way to live your life. Normalcy is the way to live your life, but when you live in a world that's surrounded by non-normal things, your normalcy, and they're taking things that are not normal, trying to make them the the norm now. Yes. To have superior rights, not equal rights. Yes. Because you and have people to, saying... Yeah, that's to make up for the past, which you can't yes. make up for the past. I mean, giving, giving Herman money for something to happen in the past ain't going to make up for the past. No, it doesn't. Given, it doesn't make up. No, it doesn't. Where did that money come from, too? That money came from people who had nothing to do with the past. Yeah, without a doubt. But they're going to carry the responsibility of the past, even though they weren't even there. Yeah. Yeah. And so you continue something that was wrong into the current day, and even though the people today had nothing to do with it, they're still guilty of it. And now they're bringing the fear of the next wave of the Rona. Oh, this one's totally different. I'm sick of this shit. This one is totally different. Now we have the Sears strand, and this Sears strand is so much more different than it. Now we got another vaccine that that didn't work the first time, and we're going to put it back out again. <laughs> and then every day. Every day, two or three celebrities drop dead. Yeah. Just drop dead. And nobody, dude, when we, not that long ago, it was a rarity to hear somebody in between zero and 50 dying. Now it's every single Oh, it's normal. It is normal as normal gets. Because people commit suicide, and they, everybody has to have some type of substance in order to survive that. Yeah. And I, I don't – how did we live before vaccines is a question. Uh, we lived well. We lived well prior to vaccines. Yes, we did. But then what did they use to get everybody vaccinated? Fear. You don't want this to happen to you. You don't want this to happen to you. So here, take this. Here, take this. And then nobody ever sat down and looked at, what have they given me? And then when you have these people take the ingredients and break them down, it's, it's a potion of poisonous items 
that they're sticking into your body, and everybody thinks that's okay to stick that poisonous item in your body to avoid the possibility, not the guaranteed outcome, the possibility of dying. Yeah, the possibility, probability, the possibility. Right. So we're going to live our life for the extremes. And while 99% of the people live from it, 80% recovered on their own, we're going to shut everything down for the possibility of the less than 1%. Yes. That's obscene. That's no different than pulling your life savings out and going to Vegas and dumping it on a table for the possibility of 1%. Yeah, possibility of one is going to hit tonight. Right. And if somebody did that, you would look at them and go, you're stupid. Yet the same people that would say you're stupid for betting your money on a 1% chance will go out and bet their life on a 1% chance. And I just don't get it. Why can't people see this? Why? Because the fear is starting. <clears throat> There's people wearing masks again. Masks that don't work. Masks, masks that have been proven been... not to work. There's over, no over, over again. They say, that the elite say, you need to wear a mask for your safety. Everybody throws their own thoughts out the window and just gets in line. Yes, like it's nothing. Like right now, let me put this out there too. While we're speaking, they're uh, they are proposed right now. They're coming out with a one cent Wendy's Junior Bacon Cheeseburger for four days. Yep. Okay. I would suggest no one eat not one burger. But of course, you're not going to be able to get people to not eat one burger because they're selling gluttony. They're selling gluttony. Yes. Whenever we're doing something and they're trying to attract you, think about the seven deadly sins. Whenever they're trying to get you to do something, just think about the seven deadly sins and think to yourself, what category would this fit in? Ta-da. Oh, yeah. Envy, sloth, gluttony. We're living all of them. We're living all of them as a normal way of living life. Once once outcast dream is now everyday and normal. Yes. Outcast and extreme is now everyday normal. Yep. Okay. And education now is whatever someone tells you. Yep. See, education used to be the adaptation to one's environment. You had to adapt to every environment you're exposed in and and educate yourself within it. That's how you become educated, adapting. Yep. You know, people say, well, you can be smart if you go to school. No, you can be smart if you go to school to learn. 
and you don't need to go to school to learn when you can learn from the world around you. But people, like I said, once you graduate school, everybody's like, you don't hesitate for an instructor to tell you to go research something. But now that you're on your own, you won't even research something because there's nobody there to tell you to research it. And why why do you need somebody to tell you? Why don't you want to improve yourself? You don't need a school to improve yourself. Well, because it starts off with kindergarten. And you're programmed in order to function. You need these people to educate you in order to function. It's amazing how you learn how to walk before you got to the kindergarten. Yeah. How did you, you learn, learn how... everything you learned that you took to school before somebody at school taught you? Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> how did you learn everything you learned to go to school before you got there to be taught what you're learning in school? Exactly. That's a great question. You know, people don't pay attention remember, to these things. I can't remember where I heard this, but I heard this in the past week or so. And, again, this is one of those things where I, I listen to a lot of things, but they went back to where the school system started and what they did. I think it was – I can't, again, names and things like that. I don't think they're that important to the story. But what the, basically they found out was that, people were not suited for what the government needed them to be suited for. And so by putting them in schools, the government had the chance to be the instructor instead of people with knowledge of the world instructing their family and passing their knowledge down. Now it's the government's chance to say what knowledge is. Again, the old what you experience versus what you've been taught. And so while schools are a great idea, they have again been turned into nothing but indoctrination camps to sell you, to train you the way you need to be trained to live in the government's world. And not the real world, but the government's world and what the government wants it to be. And see, the government, people don't understand to be governed means to be controlled. Yes. To be governed means to be controlled. Someone governs over you. And again, there needs to be a certain amount of government. There does. Yeah, there's a certain amount of government. Well, a government needs to be for the people. Right. The government doesn't need to be someone who's telling you what you need to be without studying or knowing anything about you. They're not even amongst you as a person. They know nothing about you, how you live, or anything, but you're the one that makes the decisions for all these people. That makes no sense. Exactly. Passing all control and responsibility on to somebody else. Yes. And the reason people do that is so when it goes wrong – they're not the one who made that decision, so they don't have to bear any responsibility. They just go, they point their finger and go, you told me to do that, so you are responsible, and I'm not. Yes. So I'm not responsible for anything that happens in my life. It's pure happenstance, and the roll of the dice, and then I can just go, woe is me, 
and then everybody will feel for me. Yeah. That's where we're living. We have got to the point where victims are elevated to be the role model of how you should live your life is to be a victim. Yes. I am a victim. Yeah, it was just a happenstance. Yes, that's what the society says. I am a victim. I am a societal. I am a societal claim. I'm something created by problems in the world that have never been addressed. It is me. It is I. Problems that don't exist in my world that existed in the past that I will have the trauma today. Even though I've never faced the the problems that they face, I'm going to take on their problems, make, make it my problem, and make it an issue, elevate it, and make it bigger than it truly is. Yes. I am society at large. Well, there's there's going to be some changes coming. I. I've heard more than one person say that they don't think next year's election is going to happen. No. I keep telling people Donald Trump is the president. He's a force. Donald Trump is still the president of the United States, the nation. He's not the president of the corporation. Yeah. Well, a few people are waking up to this. If enough people talk about it, maybe it will get enough people's curiosity to at least look. You know, do their own research. You can't you can't put a protected official in jail. They have round the clock security promised to them because of their oath and office. So why are you trying to fool us telling me that Donald Trump is going to jail? It's an impossibility. Well see also it goes to the upside down world of okay, we used to function on innocent proven guilty. But now it's guilty until proven innocent. So all I got to do is level a charge at Herman, and then Herman's guilty of that until he proves himself innocent. That's how we flip the script. Yeah. And because they've got all people go, look, there's 90 indictments against Trump. So what? I can indict a sandwich until there's a trial. Until the evidence is produced, until a conviction comes through, none of those indictments mean a thing. But yet we still, because there's 96 of them, he's got to be guilty. No, he doesn't. I can make up 96 indictments about anything, but if I don't have the evidence to carry it through the trial, then it's just an indictment, and they don't have evidence. Matter of fact, the overwhelming evidence is against everything they're saying, but because they all speak from the same playbook, they all repeat the same lie, eventually the lie becomes the truth. Well, see, you tell a lie, I keep telling it, they soon believe it. Oh, yeah. 
right now, nobody's buying into the lot. Well, they're trying to sell this Rona thing again. And with the laws written in New York, and with them being able to just come and take you away, whether asymptomatic and all this, we're going down the same crazy rat hole again. And it's a crying shame that we're doing it. Well, Virginia is one of the least states to be worried about it. It was written down on the list. A lot of your Midwest areas and places like that, I always tell people they're already suffering. You don't, you just don't know about it. You don't live within the suburbs. You live on the East Coast. So you don't know the suffrage of Midwestern. All you know is what you're suffering through. Okay? But what they're suffering through is much more larger than you, what you think. Oh, Why are you living in this privileged land of Virginia? Huh? Virginia is very privileged. Yeah, it is. Very. Huh? Yes, it is. It is very privileged. And we have a lot of opportunity that many people will never, ever see in their life. If I didn't come to Virginia from Gary, Indiana, I would have died without knowing most of these things I found out. Period. Because within this country, by me coming from Gary, Indiana, I lived in a third world city within our country. You hear what I'm saying? Yes, I do. I lived in a third world city. And this is what we need to start discussing in America. Third world cities Like Chicago These are third world cities More problems More drugs More murder More killing More suicide Than ever Portland Seattle L.A. L.A. is L.A. is not the city It used to be Horrible I've watched it deteriorate Every year I've gone there and you can't say that because oh no it's a shining no it's not it's not the shining example of any Detroit used to be a shining example now Detroit is a literal shithole Gary Indiana in 1920s and 30s and early 40s was one of the greatest cities industrial cities of this nation your midwestern cities were your largest growing cities in the nation. Yep. Now, they are your models of failure, models of mistake. Okay. Yes. Models of failure. Mm-hmm. They are industrialized cities, and we lost after our industrialized cities because we lost the agricultural life right before the industrialized cities. Yes. See? Now, if you lose your agricultural, you lose your industrial, you turn to all AI, that means nobody is going to be fed and nothing is going to be built. Unless it's done through AI. And you can't live in a service-based society, which is where we're at right now. Yeah. Where... It's just people serving the needs of people, but nobody's creating anything new. They're not building new cars. They're not building new vehicles. They're not building new things. 
uh, products that the world wants. We're just serving ourselves. This has become a, a self-service country, and we're creating nothing. 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 You know what we're creating? Havoc. Yeah. We're good at creating havoc and mayhem. And dependence. Part of the mayhem. You've got to be dependent on the government for everything. Everything. You need, in order to eat, you need a grocery store or a restaurant. Right. Because it can't have you self-sufficient. No. No. Why would you want to cook anymore when you have people that can cook for you? Well, just remember this, and, and nobody wants to remember this. The first big crash to happen in the United States, the Great Depression, the difference between if that happened now versus happening back then is Back then, there was a, a strong moral fabric in the country. Back then, there was most people in a family. Most people had family support. Most people had good core values. But now, most people don't. And so when you put that kind of stress and chaos on people who have no foundation, background, or ready to take care of themselves, you will have pure havoc in the street. For sure. Most definitely. And it'll be a kind of havoc where when you have no uh, morality at all, you will devolve into animal activities, which is simply the strongest survive and everybody else just gets killed. You know, I mean, the country has set up a lot of those things that way anyway, because all the time, even though when America has structural fibers and things going well, there's somewhere that something needs to be improved. There's, like I said, there's a 25% of improvement at all times. Yes. At all times. So, therefore, we have to realize how to break down that 25% when it comes to things that people don't have or people are not available to things. And the people from the top 25% have to really open up. And the people in the middle have to really study and understand. Because that's the yeah. only way that we can balance. And you so can't you have can people do that through. naturally without a government telling you to do it. We've forgotten that. Again, we've forgotten that we can learn without school, and we've forgotten that we can govern without government. All I tell people about government is, from a, from a brown man's perspective, Government, the government tried to enslave me. And just because I'm a black man and people might be other colors in America don't mean they're not trying to enslave you. They're just doing it a different way. Yeah, well, that's the whole purpose behind all power. Yeah. <laughs> power, power always wants more power. They want more power. That's, 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 what they, that's why they're there. That's why politicians go to Washington so they can have power, so they can feel powerful. I only thing I say is now, I'm going to tell you something. Everybody hates Deion Sanders right now, right? Oh, yeah. The only thing he said was just believe. He said, I'm setting up a structure, and do you believe? Now, this is what the world hates to hear. You know, I hate to say it, but I hate, they hate to hear this. This is a rich black man in America who speaks his mind. 
But the thing that throws people off is he says he didn't say this black man helped my son as a quarterback. His son says five winning games, I go into the Brady mode. Okay? Yep. Now, the world don't like that. The world, that's like me saying, when I go and I talk on the radio, I talk with Dan. Everybody doesn't like that. Because these are things that don't make sense in society, in American society, the way that the top elite want things to be. Now, if you and I get along at this level, what in the world do you think the United States is doing in their mind when it comes to Deion Sanders' son hanging with Tom Brady? Now, come on. Now. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, can't, we can't have cohesion and people looking past everything to just join in a common idea. Yeah. Because that unites. And the whole purpose right now is to divide. They said Dion should have stayed at an all-black school. Okay. Then what white people going to learn about black people if you stay at an all-black school? We still got a problem. Okay? He's at a 2% white school. I mean, 2% black school. You hear me? 2%. Yep. Now, we still have to deal with, yeah, you got a few people. Somebody still wrote nigga on his car. Somebody's still going to act a fool. Yeah. But the majority of the school, 98% of the school is supporting him. Yes. Now, the 98% of the school is supporting him, the reason why you're going to get rid of nigga written on his car, because the individuals that know who wrote it know who to go to now. And they tell you stop. This is when, that, that's when things start to change. Yes. Period. That's when things start to change and you see a difference. Because... It's not only just people telling you. It's people telling you who are the head of the administration telling you that Colorado was a dead school before Dion got there. Yeah, Ain't was. nobody mad but the people that are not in Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only but, people who are mad. Let's face it. What he's doing is making a difference. Yes. I think that that is partially some of the things people have problem with is that he's actually being successful. And he says, I don't want young men at my school or kids in my school if your parents aren't good parents to you. How can your parents send you to my organization or my, my program and they're not good parents? I need kids from good, solid households. Because yeah. once I start off with kids from good, solid households, then I can build a village that can help others that are not from solid households. But I have to have a solid foundation first. When you listen to a guy says, forget him being black, he's saying, listen, I take time with my kids. I've raised my son and we are close. I've raised my daughters and we are close. I want them to be able to believe in themselves. Once you believe in yourself, you'll understand what your daddy's talking about. Now, do you believe? You believe in yourself, you believe in God. The natural way. I ain't talking about he ain't talking about no church. He talking about listen, believing in yourself. Have that confidence. Have that drop. You know? Yeah. That's what these that's what the country's taking away from these kids. Their confidence and their drive. Well they wanna they they don't want to build real confidence 
they want to build this artificial confidence where mm. even when you do something you shouldn't be confident about, you do it confidently. Mm. Because to them, being confident is more important than being intelligent. That's sickening. Being confident is much more than being intelligent. So you can be yeah. confidently ignorant. There you go. That's exactly what I'm saying. And there's many examples of that. Just look at just look at in Washington D.C. at all of our representatives. They're all confidently ignorant. Confidently ignorant. <laughs> I think we stumbled on something there, Herman. Yes. Yes. Confidently ignorant. When you start thinking about it, I'm like, wow, that's that's when you when you going when you're confidently ignorant, that means you're going full full steam ahead and you don't know what you're talking about but confident in it. That's right. And no matter what the results, you meant for them to be that way. Yeah. Because you're confidently stupid. Yeah. And I can provide you with facts, but because you're stupid and you're confident that my facts are stupid, then you'll continue down your trail no matter what is thrown in your face. Wow. No matter what. No matter, no matter what. what. I mean, look, we were talking about the Rona before the tide turned. And you and I wouldn't wear a mask. We weren't going to get the shot. We weren't going to participate in the fear. And, and then, people, woo, they were against us. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We 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 took a we took a shit ton of flack. Both of us did. Both of us did, and I and, and the thing is, Dad. We were feeling this. We were thinking this way before we even had talked. I mean, we just agreed once we finally talked. But we were thinking the same way. Yeah. This is a bullcrap conspiracy. Something's going on. Yeah, we can provide the facts to people, but they still will not look at the facts. They followed the government, the fear, and the confidently ignorant. And you can lead a horse to water, but you cannot make him drink. Yep. And this is the situation we're in right now. Oh, yeah. Because, again, you're not allowed to speak out from the other side. Look, they, they censor your speech. They censor your stories. They censor your point of view. Yeah. They want to they squash that because it doesn't agree with the flow. It has to go with the flow. You've got to be a yes man. That's what we want. We're in a country of yes men. Yeah. And the government says it, and then everybody goes, yes, they are correct. And nobody goes, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Let's look at this from a factual perspective. The masks have gigantic openings in them. The airborne particulate is super, super teeny and smaller than the openings on your mask. So your mask will not stop them. So your mask will not work. No, but the government says wear a mask. The, gov- the mask works. I'm confident. I'm confidently ignorant that the mask works. 
even though uh, you've proven facts, even though you've given studies, even though there is zero proof that they work, because the government is confidently ignorant in their statement, people will follow that confidence. Yes. Yes. 24 hours a day, they will follow us. Yep. And then they'll point to another person's beliefs that they believe, and then you can tear it down. It doesn't matter because they're confidently ignorant in what they've been told. So everything you tell them is a conspiracy theory, a wacko nut job. I bet you did your own research. Are you a virologist? How I don't have to be a virologist to understand the basics of a thing being too small to be trapped in a gigantic opening. It's no different than putting up a chain link fence to stop mosquitoes. <laughs> it's no different than that. There's no difference. There's no difference. They will, they will speak with their confidence in their ignorance and not listen to anything that challenges their point of view. Yes, because when, like I said, we live in a world when you can say, we're going to go to the subject for a split second, but is a woman. We're going to get back to that all the time. If you can get to the world where you have to say, what is a woman? <laughs> I'm out of the conversation with those type of people. I can only listen. I, I cannot participate so what is a woman crowd on a conversation? Because the, the question is nonsense to me. And people yeah. say, well, Herman, you got you can at least look. Why am I going to look at something I already know the answer to? Confidently ignorant. You know, what? I know the answer to it already, but you want me to look at it again. I must. I must look at it again. Ignore every fact every piece of evidence and then just believe what you want me to believe with no proof whatsoever. Done. No proof whatsoever. Just believe. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Because the main group says it's so, it must be so. They said it's so, so it must be so. See, I wonder what would happen if the uh, mockingbird media decided to convince everybody that the sky is green. And I wonder how many people would begin to argue that the sky is green. Well, anybody with gender dysphoria would agree immediately because it would serve their purpose. Right. Right. We, we we have to throw out our total beliefs, get on the bandwagon, and believe what everybody else believes in the absolute absence of fact. Yes. And we've got so, to believe it so, ve- so vehemently that we will attack others who have the audacity to speak the truth. Yes. Yes. And see, saying, 
being against this doesn't mean you're against these people. That's the other thing. Uh, because you criticize, you're against. No, you're allowed to critique things. That was, the, that was one of the most important things in life at some point was the way to critique things, to determine what's right, determine what's wrong. We've taken critique out of it and substituted it with the mob believes and so shall you. Yes. Yeah. And, and if I critique it, and if I question it, and if I say something against it, I am moved to the point of hate and cancellation, and my opinion must be shut down. Yes. That, that's the world we live in, sir. It, it is. Where confidence, it, confidently ignorant people rule over people who know better but are not confident and will not speak up and will go along to get along. Yes. Go along to get along. Because it's much easier to just say, yes, a man can be a woman and yes, a man can have a baby than to point out the real fact that no, a man cannot have a baby. A man is not a woman, no more than a man is a, a chupacabra. Yes. There are yes. definite things that make a man a man. There are definite things that make a woman a woman. And we are being told by confidently ignorant people that we're wrong. <coughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. We it have sense. empowered the dummy. And given them the power. Right. And we've told the smart people that, look, the dummies are in charge now, and the dummies have the real knowledge, even though everything that they're saying is wrong, at least they're confident about it. Yeah. I think I think we've coined a new phrase, confidently ignorant people. Confidently ignorant people. That's what it is, confidently ignorant people. And we've been told to accept it, believe it, live it, and champion it, or we will be ostracized from the confidently ignorant society. Yes. Yes, ostracize. And that's what people want to do, ostracize people. Unreal. Yes, because in order, and when you ostracize, then, hey, then there's more people to believe in you because then you have more of what I call, um, what you call, I guess, the freaks of thinking, you know. Once you get enough of the thinking people out of the way, Unless you ostracize the thinking people, you make room for idiots. Yes. And the idiots are what's running this country now. Oh, yes. I listened to Biden say something the other day. He was like, yeah, and so and so and so and so in the country, you know, I I think it's time for me to go to bed. What? Yes. Yes, I saw that. Just just mumbled something and walked off stage. Yeah. And you know what's really funny about that, too, though? 
and I saw this in the Drudge Report, and it made me laugh. Um, they said that Trump said that there should be a competency test for president, which I can't disagree with. But then, because he said Joe Biden's going to start World War II, they instantly forget the message, swooped in and goes, well, he made a mistake. Every word that comes out of Biden's mouth is a mistake, yet your confidently ignorant people back him and say he's intelligent, and they say it with confidence, and that somebody who is intelligent, they will belittle because they made one mistake, while they will ignore dozens of mistakes from their confidently ignorant president. Mm-hmm. And what is the name of our vice president now? What's the what's the bitch? I mean, what, I mean, what's the latest? <laughs> Dumbass Kamala, Jesus. Yeah, with a daughter who works for Balenciaga as a as a demon model, um, <laughs> she will probably be our first female president. She will probably be our first female president. Wow. Uh, the way things are. And, and I'm just saying how things are. Uh, maybe I'm making If I predict this, just remember we said this. Biden is going to die. Okay? I think Period. you're right. Because he's already dead. Okay, let Biden die in, in 2021 or 22. He died already. But this mask wearing person, they're going to get rid of it. Okay? And you're gonna have your first black. You're gonna have your first black and first female president. They're gonna they're gonna kill two birds with one stone, black and female. And she will not be because of election. That and you know who predicted that? Who? Gerald Ford, 1989. <laughs> Gerald Ford predicted it in 1989. Well, what if Michelle Obama jumps in? Because then you'll have your first black transgender president. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Don't start me. What did you say? You're starting rumors, buddy. Did you say Michelle has a penis? Did you say that? Oh, get out of here, man. How absurd to think. That gay Barack Obama's wife had a penis. How did you get out of here? I tell you, Dan, you must be Notre Dame. <laughs> we might as well we might as well complete the trifecta, Bubba. Yeah, you might as well because old big cock Michelle, we ain't talking about her yet. Say <laughs> so the women are going nuts about her. Oh yeah, this will be interesting because they're, they're talking about they're talking about her jumping in. And let's go down that line. Let's just say she does jump in. What exactly is her experience at running anything? Who? Michelle Obama. She ran what, the Disneyland. Shit, but what what did she do anywhere that deserves to be elevated to even attempting to be president of the United States? She backed Ellen. And she loves Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah. That's it. That, that's all it takes. And she's friends with Oprah. There you go. Yeah. 
There you go. Has nothing, to do, has nothing to do with anything but being connected anymore. And they've all kissed Epstein. There you go. There you go. Yeah. 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 It's all about being connected. That's all it's about. And then when they get in office, they'll be the, the, the main group to start singing the celebration with the Island Boys. <laughs> the Epstein Island Boys. We're the Island Boys and we in the streets. Yeah. Oh and then you see them. Did you see the Island Boys lately, right? You see what they're promoting? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, incest. Gay yeah. incest. For their, they, they are, and see, they say something. You shouldn't say that. If you see two boys that are gay and they are brothers, that's called gay incest. Yeah. Okay? Now, I don't know what everybody else wants to call it, but when you got, hey, that's, I'm telling you, and this is, and this is what people are ignoring. See, you want to talk about silly stuff. Did you notice that the Island Boys were created on Epstein Island? And did you notice these boys are now kissing each other and saying that they love kissing and they're singing songs about how they have sex together? Yeah. And nobody's noticing this. Only you and I. Okay. Well, see, we're, we're, a lot of people are noticing, but a lot of people are afraid to say something. That's the truth. That is the truth. That is the truth. Man, do you know that? Did you know that everything about Kennedy and Abraham Lincoln? Did you see how it matches what happened with them? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because well, Lincoln was Lincoln was killed in the Ford Theater, and Kennedy was killed in a Ford. Yeah. I mean, in a Lincoln, rather. In a Lincoln. Yeah. I'm like, what the. What is going on with this bullshit? Well, that's what about? I say. It, it, it makes you question it because there's that theory that we're living the Truman Show. We're living. Thank you. This is what we're doing, man. Come on, man. Listen, okay. If they said that, okay, now, now I'm not trying to be funny. Now, if they said that the, they were wear well, the mark of the beast, right? Yep. Right? Okay, so we've already seen that. Skinheads then did it. Now, all of a sudden, all the new rappers doing it. Everybody's got tattoos all over their whole body and face and yep. huh? crosses in the middle of their forehead everywhere. Yeah. Okay? This is, this is a norm now. When they see a dude, that, that, like when uh, Austin Reeves, who played for the Lakers, they keep saying the same thing. His white skin needs to get tatted up. He needs to get tatted up. He needs to get tatted up. Now, they just sent him. Austin Reeves was never heard of. He came in the way he did, and he's doing things. Once you start seeing him start getting tatted up, remember this, he's been booty popped. Yep. Soon as you see them putting all them tattoos on and all that, they've been booty popped. I'm telling you, I don't care whether they're boxers, basketball players, baseball players, football once you start seeing all the tattooed rappers, they've been booty popped. And all the rappers have been booty popped. And the faster they're getting pumped in the butt, the more tattoos you see come on their body. And the more their careers get higher and higher if they're meant to be that in the booty popping situation. And some of them get booty popped and get tricked. I can't yeah. see where you're wrong. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Well, well, Herman, we have hit the end of it again. What? 
Yeah. 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 It just went, see ya. And the conversation rolled. Ain't that something, man? We Wow, okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I had to wind down when you... <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> Damn, that's a stop sign. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> But it's always a pleasure, Herman. Always a pleasure to sit and chat with you. It is always a pleasure rap talk chatting with you too, man. Rapping with you is fun, brother. But I hope people listen. I hope people listen. I hope people think. Like I said, don't agree with us. Prove us wrong. There you go. Prove us wrong. There you go. Because what we're not we're not saying extreme shit here, folks. The people saying extreme shit are the people that say that a man can be a woman. That you're killing a fetus and not a baby. Those are the extreme people. Yeah. They're for cutting the dicks off of six and seven year old boys. Those are the extreme people. Thank you. We Thank are not the extreme. But because we discuss things that are extremely done by the extreme, the, t- the tides turn on us by the extreme to say they're hating the extremists. They're the extremists for hating our extremes. Huh? Yep. Yeah. So I'm I bring up what for, you I'm do. Not the one, I'm not the one for killing babies. You're the one no. for that. That is not me. I'm not, I'm not with the abortionist group who are, who are baby killers. Right. But that's the biggest genocide of black people in the United States every year is abortion, and nobody's allowed to talk about it. Yeah. You and I both know that to be true. But remember, we have a country full of individuals suffering from gender dysphoria, okay? Which before Barack Obama, it was considered something mentally wrong with you. But now gender dysphoria has moved into and creeped into the world and showed you it's already there. Now your surgeons are now that. Now your individuals in the military are saying, now I've changed. You were already there just waiting for the whistle. Yep. And when the whistle blew, everybody knew in the LGBTQ how to get in formation when the whistle blew. Exactly. Yes, sir. Well, the time has come to close this puppy down. All right, brother. another, Another great show, Herman, and I always appreciate you coming on. Hey, We're man, going to you. do a lot of great things over the next year together. You and I are going to really make some moves. East Coast and West Coast, brother. That's right. <laughs> so as we always close the show, and here we go again, folks. I love this, and I think this is actually a commercial from the, the network, but I love what this man says, and it speaks to being brave. And as always, if you're listening to this show, you are the resistance. When the enemy comes into your life like a flood, stand your ground and take your sword out in Luke 10 and go eyeball to eyeball with him and tell him, I have been given the authority to tread on snakes and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, nothing will harm me. Stand your ground. When he tries to use one of his main tactics, which is fear, tell him, 
For God has not given me the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Stand your ground. When he thinks you're down, tell him I'm not down, Satan. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Stand your ground. When he tells you you're a loser, tell him I am the head and not the tail. When the enemy comes after you, tell him Isaiah 54, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Stand your ground. When he whispers in your ear and tells you you can't do this, throw Philippians 4.13 to him. I am able to do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Stand your ground. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.